time for a session of peering down the stethoscope to see science and fact sorted from suspicion and myth. Ain't it the truth? Real situations and ideas solved by paediatric emergency nurse and author Sarah Hunstead. Scratch alert. By the end of this podcast, you're going to be feeling itchy all over. Today we're talking about head lice. Did you know that one in four primary school age kids in Australia have head lice at any given time? I don't know about you, but I am feeling itchy already. Do lice really like clean hair? Should you be using poisons? Do they really like to camp out in hairbrushes? We're going to be answering all of these questions today and more. What are head lice? Apart from making us feel very uncomfortable and a bit icky, they are small wingless insects and they like to feed on human blood. And they make you really itchy. The good news is, though, they don't transmit any diseases. They just make us feel really uncomfortable. One of the big myths about head lice is that they love to jump from head to head, especially around in the classroom. But they don't actually jump or fly. They need to crawl up a hair strand, so you need head-to-head contact. And so that's why when the kids are giving each other really big cuddles at school or working together in groups, they love to crawl from hair strand to hair strand. If you are a louse, lice being the plural... They love to camp out on our heads. If you imagine our head as a really nice, warm, moist, tropical environment, they love to hang out there and drink their human blood pina coladas. A bit like when we go on a tropical holiday. We like going off to Fiji. Our heads are Fiji for head lice. But what they don't like are living on towels or bedding, pillows, in brushes or hats. So that old wives' tale of if you share a hat with somebody else or share their hairbrush, it's actually really unlikely that you're going to transmit your lice to somebody else. They just like to swing from hair to hair. When it comes to preventing head lice, the best thing you can do is tie your children's hair back nice and tight. Those really nice hairstyles that kind of look like your child's been going through a wind tunnel is almost lice-proof. And the other thing to do is tell your teenagers to back off on the selfies. There's been some talk that when you get nice and close for a selfie together, that lice can crawl from head to head. And an interesting fact too, you know that other old wives' tale of that they don't like dirty hair, they only like the clean hair? They are non-discriminatory. Lice don't care who you are. They like curly hair. They like blonde hair. They like long hair. They will take it. But not bald. No offence to bald people out there, but you're probably safe. And what's really interesting too is that there are no proven preventative treatments out there for head lice. There's plenty on the market shelves. They certainly generate a really big income for pharmacies in Australia. However, there have not been any robust studies that show that you can do anything to prevent them. So what are you going to do when the inevitable happens, when your child comes home with that itchy head and you need to de-louse them? Tea tree, coconut oil, going to the hardware store and buying some pesticides. What actually works? Public health entomologist Dr Stephen Webb says you've got two choices, chemical or mechanical removal. You need to be careful with chemical removal. Head lice populations are becoming increasingly resistant to chemicals. So... 
they're just not dying. And it can really irritate your child's scalp as well. If you choose to use that, make sure you follow the directions on the bottle and chat to your pharmacist before you buy. If you choose the mechanical method, which is recommended by statewide health departments, make sure you buy a big bottle of cheap conditioner that's light in colour, put it on dry hair, absolutely saturate their head because what it does is it stuns the lice. So then you've got an opportunity to get that fine-toothed metal lice comb and torture your child for the next hour and a half pulling out those lice. Use two centimetre blocks of hair, be absolutely thorough, and you know what? The secret to this is a good DVD. Put a really good DVD on the television, get yourself a glass of whatever your preferred drink is, sit down and be prepared to spend the next hour and a half slowly and methodically removing those pests. Repeat this every one to two days for 10 days. I know, I hear myself say that and I cringe while I'm scratching my own head at the moment as well. But you need to repeat that. It's the only way you're going to bust that life cycle. And the good news is that the states say exclusion from childcare or school is not an effective way of breaking the cycle of infestation. Treat your kid and send them back to school. Have a question you want answered? No myth is too silly or question too ridiculous. Email us podcast at babyology.com.au. Ain't that the truth? Research and host Sarah Hunstead. Production Chloe McKenzie. Executive producer Tim Ritchie. Ain't that the truth is a babyology podcast. Hold up. 